and gentlemen, All Saints Catholic Church in Dallas, Texas welcomes you to All Saints Coffee Chats. Hi everybody. Hello. Welcome. Glad you are back here with us for uh, episode 49. Wow. 49. 49 I wrote 49. It could be 50. We are coming up on a full year, 52 weeks of Coffee Chat. Um, We are super excited. Um, Something really great is going to happen on the one-year episode. Um, Yeah, just know there's stuff in the works. You should join us. (laughs) Catherine has been waiting for this episode for an hour. <laughs> Catherine, she, you better have some like really good questions today because you've been thinking about that for an hour. She, uh, as our top fan, got on an hour early to prepare for this. I'm episode, honored, so Catherine, you. that you're you've been waiting this long. Um, we are super excited that you're here today. I'm super super excited, if I can use words, um, to be back here today. Um, it's been a few weeks that I've uh, been on. Uh, Sabbatical? Different delay? Week away? <laughs> That's sabbatical. Different things. Gone. <laughs> Just different things. Um, Easter happened. Holy Week. Um, last week I was out of town. Um, I was working off site remotely. Is that a word? Yeah, that's a word. Um, again, words are hard today. Sorry. Just going to apologize in advance. Um, I missed you, Catherine. I missed you. Um, so really excited to be here back with uh, our top fan, Catherine Ophinger. Um, how are you guys today? <laughs> You're excited to be back with us. It's really, <laughs> just, it's really nice to be back, to be back just with Just virtual Catherine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what you guys don't know, virtually, is that uh, they've been uh, throwing some shade this morning, so uh, we're just going to pretend. I like, cast shade. I don't things are okay right now. <laughs> I've got, um, a, just got a shadow add back here. Cast so we make shadow bunnies? Like a little bunny? <laughs> <laughs> also, we're going to move those lights oh, to the teacher. Right. Eric, anyway. tell us about your dogs. <laughs> She's amazing. Okay, I don't, I know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to hold up my phone so you guys can't see it. Yes. Um, She's fantastic. She's just the sweetest little, like, I've had amazing dogs, and I love all the dogs I've ever had, but there's just something about, maybe it's just, like, her being, like, my first, like, like my dog, Mm -hmm. you know? I've had to share it with like seven people for the past <laughs> twenty whatever years, so it's like this yeah. is mine. This is mine. Yep. Um, but she's so sweet. She just loves people. She loves other dogs. Sometimes we're teaching her like whenever we're going on walks, like whenever we start to pass people, like to stay close, and then whenever they're gone, you can walk. And there have been multiple times where people pass and like, oh, is she like not friendly? And we're like, no, she's actually too friendly. We're trying to get her to be polite and not just <laughs> run up to people all the time. Oh. That's really cute. Oh, so what's her name? Her name is Junebug Roach. Nice. And <laughs> that Good. explains itself. Good. So okay, so for those of you who don't know, well, not really, haven't changed it yet. But my last name, my husband's last name is Roach. My name will one day be Roach whenever I get ever, ever get around to it. Um, and we were originally looking to get a dog in June. And then she came up, and we were like, she's perfect, so why wait? Why wait? So we named her June, and I was like, oh, she's like, like a little June bug, and then like June bug roach, like it just works so well. <laughs> it's perfect. June bug. Um, and she's already caught on. She's so smart. Like, I think she's very, like, people-pleasing, so we tell her, like, 
strictly like no for like one thing and she'll, she's never going to do it again because she never wants to like disappoint you or anything. That's amazing. <laughs> it makes me feel bad. I'm like, you're fine. Like, we appreciate you. They like tuck their heads. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, she's the best. I'm jealous. Jonathan works from home and he's with her like all day, 24-7. She obviously like, they have a connection that like we don't have. So I'm like, Aww. I might just like leave for a couple weeks. <laughs> go on a sabbatical. Yeah, I'm going to go on a sabbatical. But yeah, she's great. It's okay. I feel like that's the same way except with my roommates. She like responds to them better than she responds to me sometimes. <laughs> Thanks, Brangelina. I love you too. <laughs> Catherine said, if I was a dog, I think I would be June. <laughs> probably, probably. She Andrew, it's time for you to join the dog club. I guess so, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. she just wants to hang out with you more. I think that's what that means. I think that's what that means. But I do want to meet June. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Your dog wants to hang out with you more. Did she say that? She told us. She just It's fine. I was a dog. I think I'd be June. Cradle so I could be with Erica. Yes. <laughs> we need to just bring all of our dogs to the dog park. We need to have them host. Yeah. Oh. One day. Can you imagine Andrew, yeah. you get a dog and it's just sitting there like. Magnolia <laughs> <laughs> would be That's sleeping. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> My dog would be chewing on everything or running around the room. Yeah. Just a straight hour snoring. of just like a live cam of them. Just whatever they end up doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd watch it. Just like an hour of dog. <laughs> Guess what's happening for the one year anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Andrew, you have two weeks to get a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Dogs are fun. Mine are, uh, Magnolia's decided to play her games again where she goes out in the yard and doesn't come back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fun, fun. Yeah. Oh, dogs. I'm like, oh, thanks so much. Like, so I had to, like, corner her last night. I'm like, get in the house. I want to go to bed. <laughs> um, well, fun. I mean, not only do you get the dog and it's, like, all yours, you also get, like, all the vet bills and those are even more oh, fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that started this week, too. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, why are dogs so expensive? Yeah. Right. You're just a dog. Just a dog. <laughs> right. Meanwhile, we're all over here gushing about how much we love our dogs. Yeah, I'm like, it's just a dog. dog. I, love my, I like my dog. I don't love my dog. <laughs> depends on the day. Oh. Um, it really depends on the day. In the last 24 hours, no, she's not. We're not friends. <laughs> Although this morning she was really cute. I like let her out of her kennel, and I didn't go let her outside right away because I went in the bathroom. So I, like, let her out, and she'll, like, walk towards the door and then realize that I'm not following her, and she'll go back to her kennel and be like, I got out of my bed for you. <laughs> like, all right, redo. Redo. I'm going to go sit back in here until, yeah, until you're ready. And I was like, no, 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 come on. Like, you have to go outside. Go pee. Um, yeah, it's always fun. So do we have any new saints they found lately? Or, like, saints that are just kind of showing up in their life? I was actually thinking about, um, now I'm going to forget their names. I was thinking about, like, you know, whenever you see different saints that are, like, almost like saint, some saints that come in pairs. Like, um, I know St. Augustine and St. Monica was his mother. Mm -hmm. I got that right. Um, I think that's really cool. And then another one that came up my mom was telling me about was uh, St. Felicity and St. Perpetual. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, got that. Yep. Um, they're, like, the patron saint of uh, mothers and expecting mothers, that kind of thing. Um but just kind of looking at them and then i then i just got on this role of like looking at different like pairs of saints and like that's such a cool reminder to like look at the aspect of com or, like the necessity of community mm -hmm. in our faith lives um 
and seeing that like you know we really can't just do this on our own and the like looking at their stories and the ways that they build each other up to this point of be literally becoming saints like what is what we're trying to do um and there's so many like groups of saints like that so i think that's kind of a cool thing to look into right and like just the the value of like good friendships and like mm-hmm. holy friendships and how those really impact us and they say you become like the five people you spend the most time with um, yeah I guess I'm becoming like y'all. I do find myself. Uh, Keep better company. <laughs> Keep kidding. good company, people. Yeah, Keep good company. <laughs> um, but no, but really, keep good company. Um, they're good company on most days. Um, every day, but so, no, I'm just kidding. They're great company. Um, but yeah, like, no, keeping good company and just having those people in your life that'll help you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I yeah. so I'll piggyback off of that one because my saint is somebody that we've talked about before that also lived in community, uh, St. Ignatius of Loyola, mm-hmm. who we've talked about was with uh, Peter Faber mm-hmm. and uh, Francis Xavier, yeah. right? Um, so Monday will actually be my uh, baptism anniversary. No way. Nice. Yep, I'm, nice. I'm turning 18 on Monday. Nice. Wow. Catholic, Catholic 18, finally. An adult. You can, uh, you can vote. I can vote. No. I'm finally an adult in the church. So yeah. it's good. He can uh, vote for like... Now that I'm an adult in the church, I feel like I can do some young adult things, except I've aged out of that phase of the... Well, well it you restarts. Know, uh, maybe it restarts. <laughs> like, I finally did it. I should have been youth in youth ministry this entire time. Um... <laughs> Makes, it all comes back. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I just I've been I know that every year around this time I start thinking about like that journey again and everything that came to be from that. And Saint Ignatius was the church that I was at. He was the confirmation uh, saint name that I chose. Mm-hmm. The, the baptism. Well. They thought it was the baptismal name I was also choosing because on my baptism certificate, uh, when Danielle and I were getting married, uh, they, I had to get all my baptismal records and all of my baptismal stuff said that my name was Ignatius or Paul Joseph Ignatius. And so lots of confusion. Um, but yeah, so St. Ignatius has really been uh, on my heart about uh, everything that I went through with that journey. So also lived in community. Surrounded himself with with good people, so one day I'll do the same. Don't you kidding, guys? <laughs> I am casting shadows. One day, <laughs> one day you'll live in the <laughs> No, I said I mean, one day. So one day I'll surround myself with good people. Too. Uh, I was like, I thought you were like referencing that with your community. I was like, you kind of do live in community. Well, yeah, I mean that. I definitely <laughs> have surrounded myself with good people. I, I was there. gonna. I was like, you might want to take that one. <laughs> I don't mind you throwing shade at me. You might want to throw shade at your wife. <laughs> probably not a good idea. Nope. <laughs> Can't cast shade at the brightest light in my life. Aww. If you're watching, Aww. I'm just kidding. It's cheesy. <laughs> but I love you. <laughs> um, Your turn. <laughs> I was actually texting her last night. Moving on. Um, had to follow that. She's a friend. Um, no, she's a great person. We were talking about how we um, need to hang out more. Um, Danielle, I miss hanging out with you. Um, She's awesome. Let's be friends again. Let's be real friends again. 
we used to have like there was I don't know, we probably did it once or twice. We had like virtual uh we did like FaceTime calls with us and another friend. Um during quarantine. We were like, Hey, let's be friends. Um from yeah. our homes. At Annie Keo, where are you? <clears throat> we miss you. I miss you, Annie Keo. <laughs> um what about you, Andrew? Any uh Um, we were looking th- I was Nathan Rice came up here the other day, one of our high school teens. We were looking at um, weird or like obscure saints. He he was trying to remember something that a friend of his had chosen for a confirmation saint or something. And uh, he, we were looking through the like a hundred cool saints, and we looked pulled up Saint Moses the Black, who yeah. was one of your favorites, I know. And just the story of like all all of his story is just so ridiculous in like the best possible way. Yeah, of just. Like totally turned his life around because of you know his encounter with the church, and then it was like the story of the three guys that tried to rob like the monastery, and he like he fought them off and like dragged them into the church yeah. and told them to pray, and they eventually like joined the community because <laughs> right. of that. Which is just like that's that's so ridiculous, but it's you know just a cool reminder in a, in a very different sort of way about <laughs> the importance of community, but also just like there's so many different ways to be a saint you know, there's yeah. in this image of you know, what holiness looks like and you know mm-hmm. not that it's beating people up is not always the, the proper way to become a saint but um, debatable yeah I mean de- de- sometimes <laughs> it might be I guess <laughs> so <laughs> Nicholas too there you go so. Santa told me it's okay I, you know what, what's interesting <laughs> yeah. so I was, I was reading some stuff recently about um, St. Moses and, and now his the, the moniker behind the name has changed so many times right like when I remember the first learning about him, Moses the Black, then Moses the Ethiopian, now Moses the Strong, I've seen attributed to his name. And I was reading that he actually had a direct effect on another saint. Yeah. Um, and I'm drawing a blank. It, it's a it's a woman who was also in Ethiopia. I want to say it's like um, Ephinage or something like that. It's E-P-H-I-N-A-G-E, I believe. <laughs> but she was also an Ethiopian who somehow was influenced by Moses's conversion and life in saintliness to then later become a saint. So right, like how those people are connected in different mm-hmm. ways yeah. is really cool. That's awesome. so I didn't know that. Um, I recently looked at, um, well, it's been fun because we're praying for confirmation this weekend um, and it's always fun to look at the, and be reminded of the saints that the young people have chosen as their confirmation names. Um, so I've just learned some new saints, and you know, I'll look at them and be like, "Is that, is that a real saint?" Um, and so I'll do some research and be like, "Oh yeah, you're right, that is a real saint." Um, so I've learned some new ones. But talking about saints that were kind of influenced by each other, um, one of them, um, Saint Teresa of the Cross, Benedict of the Cross, um, who's also known as Edith Stein, um, who actually, being influenced by other people, was heavily um, influenced by. Um, Teresa of Ap- as like a min- the kind of like a spiritual yeah. mentor okay. kind of, um, and so Teresa of the Cross lived um, during World War II and ended up being um, in um, I think she was at Auschwitz um, in the concentration camps and became a Carmelite um, and through that but and was murdered. Um, go look at her story; it's really interesting, and I'm just super fascinated by World War II and. Just we'll often spend time looking at that um, and learning more about those that sacrificed their life in the war. Um, but yeah, it's just fascinating to learn more and more about them. Um, 
and she's not one that I've spent a lot of time on and really want to learn more about. Um, but yeah, like looking at the confirmation saints has been another few that I learned this morning. Um, saint Afra, um, Saint Luigi. Um, Paul's looking at me like I'm crazy. No. Okay. You kind of had that look, and I was like... No, I was trying to think of who it was that was directly connected to Teresa of Avila, because there was someone, and I couldn't remember who it was. Uh, St. John of the Cross. Oh, Teresa of Avila? Was mm. she, she looked to John of the Cross? No, they were French. She, so when she started like the Car- Carmelites, he later joined oh. as a Spanish Carmelite. Gotcha. And became a saint as well. Mm. I can see when your brain's like... Yeah, I was trying to... I was processing. I can kind see of, your eyes like, kind of, and so like I know yeah. the process. No, I wasn't things. questioning like so I'm like, Luigi I don't know if he's thinking like or if he's pro- like looking at me like crazy. <laughs> we did learn another new one. I was we were talking about this the other day. There's a book that's coming out called Saints Around the World. Yes. And um, I know I've talked before kind of jokingly of like how we're related but we're not to St. Francis Xavier Bianchi mm-hmm. who was a, a priest in Italy who like stopped an active volcano by praying over it. Uh, even though he couldn't walk. Uh, like the townspeople carried him to the foot of the volcano and he blessed it and the volcano stopped like immediately. That's wild. Like the lava wow. stopped flowing where he was standing. Yeah, um, yeah pretty crazy stuff. Um, but now we have uh, Blessed, um, oh, I just drew a blank on her name. Um, Bernadetta Some- Bianchi. Uh, who is going to be uh, canonized, uh, they believe, in the next year or two, uh, who was an Italian uh, who was constantly in prayer and constantly filled with joy, even though her life was filled with many sufferings. So, mm. Lots of Bianchi saints. So I just try to I get think in it's line. Just, I <laughs> think it's just the beginning. It, oh, yeah. I mean, I know I got at least five at home. Um, I'll be the oddball out. <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> Don't pray for me. I'll get there eventually. So, uh, yeah. You'll join him. <laughs> You'll join him. Especially with three daughters. They're wonderful, but they'll help make you a saint. Yeah. I mean, one of them, I'm pretty sure, already, like, she's fast-tracked. Well, I'm sure yeah. she's fast-tracked. <laughs> the other and then two the other two are going to... definitely help. <laughs> they're going to make you holy. They will lead to my sanctification. Um, and then the one that already is whole, you know, already is a saint, then... She'll just pray for you to get She's there. She's going to lift us up anyway. Yeah. How about uh, scripture passages? You guys got any scripture passages that are standing out to you? We're still in Easter. We so are that's kind of cool. Yeah. So we were looking at the gospel for this coming weekend last night. Um, and actually I've been able to, that was the second time I've actually looked at it this week. Um and it's just hilarious in the gospel when Jesus, this is Luke's account of um, Jesus appearing to the apostles for the first time. And he goes in and he's telling them and he's showing them the scars on his hands and on his side. And they're just like, oh my gosh, I'm total like amazement and whatever's going on. And then he's like, hey, y'all, you got anything to eat in here? Right. You know, like I was dead for three days and like I didn't eat a whole ton really before that during his, you know, leading up to the crucifixion. So he's like, I'm hungry. Like, quit, t- you know, yeah. quit sitting around doing nothing. Like, feed me. And so they gave him fish. And <laughs> we educated some teens last night about what broiling was um, because they were like, broiled? Is that a thing? Yes, broiling fish is a thing. Um, yeah, that happened. Um, 
But yeah, so I just think that's hilarious. Like, in just showing, like, Jesus is, we know he's human, but, like, really in his humanity of, like, I'm hungry, like, feed me. Right. And just that reminder. Yeah. That's cool. I think going along with those readings, too, um, Jonathan actually mentioned something cool. So he he's a part of the young adult small group that we have. So he had the men's ones last night. And he said one of the things they did was share my mask is like falling apart in my eyes and my eyelashes are catching it like every two seconds. <laughs> um, he said That's one of the things that he shared that. I, yeah, I was I like sitting there like. That was what he was going to share. <laughs> yeah, so it was really beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jonathan. That's yeah. insightful. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, okay, so he said one of the things that they did was share their, um, their Umaeus moments, like their road to Umaeus moments, like moments in their life where they might have struggled a lot but then looking back at it they're like oh my gosh that was like that was just used directly into my life and I didn't even realize it um and so it got me thinking about like different moments and things like that and I know like the light when I have is like with June it's like she's something that just came up and we just felt like it was a good thing we didn't think we were ready for it we're like oh my gosh we don't have the money for this right now you know whatever um and then as soon as we got her different things happened to where it just like you know it all ends up like working out so well and even though it kind of was stressful in the beginning it's like looking back and being like no like that was literally god just being there and being like this is okay i will provide for you i will be there for you in all of these ways you just can't see it right now um and so it's also kind of encouraging in like other aspects of my life where i'm struggling and get so stuck in being like i don't know how this is going to work out and kind of taking myself out of that and trying to look at it from afar and being like, okay, how, you know, what is God going to do in the future in this situation? Or not even trying to figure out specifically what he's going to do, but just trusting that he is there. And a situation like that will work out as long as they just going to hand it over. Really. So that was kind of a cool thing that um, they said they had a really good time kind of just sharing stories like that. I'm like, ah, yeah, let me think mm-hmm. about that more. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Paul? Yeah, I mean, the Emmaus story, I, th- I think I talked about that last week. Um, and then the continuation into this week with the gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that uh, what really stands out to me or that I find to be interesting is that these two people are walking back to to home. And that's it's a seven-mile walk. Like 60 stadia would be like considered seven miles, and they do all this, and as soon as they realize it's Jesus, they immediately take off running to go back to tell everybody what they witnessed and everything that they just saw. And you got to imagine like it's nighttime; they just ate dinner, they've traveled seven miles in one direction, they're exhausted, but they run back. It doesn't say they walked; it says they ran back. They ran back, and they go tell all these people. And Jesus is already there. <laughs> like, Jesus shows up. And he's like, hey, guys. Like, hey. Long time so here you. I am. And they're like, wait a second. If we would have known you would have been here, we could have just sent an email. Like, tell them, like, hey, heads up. In about six hours. <laughs> That's how long it would take me to go seven miles. But, yeah, like, it's just like, wait a second. You were just here. We're yeah. Just here. Um, I think it's pretty – I. I think it shows God's sense of humor. <laughs> like, yeah. I just like messing with you a little bit sometimes, yeah. you know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I uh, I would say the same with the, the readings that are coming up. Nice. 
How about you? I'm thinking, I, I always get confused on this. I think it's actually in Revelation where uh, Jesus or whatever, I think it's the lamb at this point, but Jesus is saying, behold, I make all things new. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, we were thinking about, I was thinking about the movie The Passion the other day. Um, and they inserted that into The Passion uh, when Jesus meets his mother on the way and he sees her and you know, they kind of have that moment where they're just looking at each other and he says those words at that point. Um, I just think that's such a cool moment. Um, but also just, we, um, it's been a good reminder recently of just, you know, there's so many things that we do so often. You know, we go to Mass every week or every however often and uh, we've been doing Bible study every week and all of these same things and um, it's a reminder that even if we're, you know, we're, we're staying the course, that there's something, something good happening. There's still... You know, God's always working in those things, um, whether it feels like discouraging, you know, and something is not working the way we wanted to, or it's, you know, wh- whatever it is, uh, just a reminder that um, there's always, he, he's still working, even if it mm-hmm. doesn't look like it, which, you know, we were saying with Emmaus as well, but yeah. just a good reminder yeah. of that sort of thing. So, yeah. so real quick, uh, while you're watching, if you have any Questions, comments, I don't know, maybe not comments, but questions uh, for, I mean, I don't know. You can make uh, a comment. Yeah, make <laughs> comments. Oh. I mean, not con- yeah. concerns, that's what it was. Comments, um, questions, yeah. hopes, dreams. There you go. Mm. If you got any of that, share it with us in the comments, and we'll be sure to come back around to those. Um, so Catherine did post a question. Uh, how can we keep growing and challenging ourselves now that Lent is over? Good question. Hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna keep looking this way. Anybody want to go first? <laughs> I think it's looking for those maze moments. You know, it's like them being on the road, and it's so. Take a step back for a second. It's possible that those that were on the road with Jesus, it was a uh, possibly a married couple, the two people, and they potentially could have been at the crucifixion depending on which gospel account you're looking at john or luke or whatever um and so the fact that they could have possibly been at the crucifixion now granted two different i mean while it was jesus the same person like it would have been really difficult to recognize him like after he had been scourged you know all that and then the risen body and then probably kind of disguised in different clothing or whatever. Um, but like they totally didn't recognize him, which is just a hilarious conversation going on of like Jesus kind of eavesdropping on their conversation be like, so what are you talking about? Yeah. Like I want to know. Um, and they're going along and it's like, he was totally there the whole time. And like, kind of like you were saying, like where's Jesus present in every, all those moments. And we totally miss it. You know, and how do we, we kind of, I find that during Lent, we're often very, like, honed in. But, like, how do we kind of take that from Lent and make it a part of our lives? Um, And really looking for Jesus in the moments, because he's going to show up in the ordinary. Like, he showed up in the breaking of the bread, which not only the Eucharist, but, like, the breaking of the bread at a meal was, like, a very traditional... um, like habitual thing that happened at every meal. And so like he showed up in the ordinary everyday moments. Um, And so Jesus is present for us in the ordinary everyday. And like, how can we really train our brains to to see that and look for that? 
Yeah, I think, you know, if you look at the, the readings, it talks about that um, their hearts are burning when they realize who it is. Mm -hmm. uh, and earlier in the reading, it says their, their hearts were... Um, I'm, I'm trying to remember the exact way that it's phrased, but the, the we're Greek We're not our is, hearts burning within us. But the, the Greek phrase yeah. is that their hearts were dead. Like, mm. they, they, you know, and, and so it might not have just been the fact that Jesus was not as recognizable physically as much as, like, they no longer thought that good could possibly happen. And, you know, uh, you liken it to, like, when a family member gets so sick that maybe they, they have to get moved into hospice or something like that, that, like, they become even unrecognizable to us because the life has been start, started to drain out of them. And so I imagine that these two people are on this journey and they've just become empty mm -hmm. of good or joy or anything. Um, Mother Teresa talked about spiritual darkness mm -hmm. so often and like seeking God in that spiritual darkness and how challenging that was for her. And, you know, I, I shared with you guys um, earlier when everything was starting with the coronavirus like I was very challenged because it was the emptiest I had felt since the first time I'd ever gone to church mm -hmm. um, and I really had a hard time and I think you're right like looking at those Emmaus moments God is always there God is unchanging that you know it, we've talked about this on retreats and things like that with teens and with adults is like God does not change, we change. So like something in our lives change. And so we go through these periods of emptiness or darkness or hardship. And I think the important thing is to do, you know, what makes Mother St. Mother Teresa a saint is that during those moments of darkness, she still continually sought after God. She was faithful, yeah. That's the same thing we have to do. You know, yeah. instead of just sitting there and wallowing in our own self-worth or whatever, and like, uh, God has forgotten me. God doesn't love me. I'm alone. You know, no. Like, God will never forget you. Like, it says it in Scripture. Like, would a mother forget her own child? Right. Even if it were possible for her to do that, I would never do that. I would never do that, right. You know, so when we're looking at, like, how we challenge ourselves to grow and continue to do those things, it's how are we continually seeking God? Mm -hmm. You know, it, and, and I think we've already given some really good examples, um, maybe even unintentionally, because this wasn't where we were prepared to go with the conversation, but community, like surrounding yourselves surrounding with, yourself people with people who are going to challenge you to grow in your faith, mm -hmm. and then reflecting on where God is in your life yeah. right now. And I think that's so important, right? Like we, we do a really good job of reflecting on where God is when we're in those desert periods of like, where are you, God? Um, but he's always there. We just have to recognize it. And this is part of we've talked about before of like Ignatian spirituality of like, I'm supposed to be able to sit myself in this chair and imagine God sitting in that chair and us having a conversation, Jesus sitting in that chair and saying, what was my day? Like, where were you? I saw you there. You tell me where I'm supposed to see you throughout the day. And that's how Ignatian spirituality, like the examine works. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think... You know, honestly, like for all of us, and I maybe, maybe your question was perfect for me to kind of reflect on myself of still being challenged sometimes about that spiritual dryness or, or darkness that I feel like I've 
been kind of going through over the last year is God doesn't change. He's still there. Keep seeking him out. And then where's your community? Like, where are you finding places to pray with other people? Because if you're just doing it by yourself, that's good, but it's not going to challenge you to grow in the same way as it will if you have a conversation with other people or you're praying with other people. So, yeah, I don't know if you guys have any other stuff you want to throw at that. Uh, yeah, I think that was a good... Yeah, that about covered it. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. yeah. No, <laughs> no that was good. Uh, Catherine also asked, Catherine's got all the questions today. You guys got to catch up to the questions <laughs> so that Catherine is not only top fan. We want all the top fans. Um, There's like six the of you role, watching, so come on. What is the role of confirmation sponsors? What a great question. You can look at you. Uh, we can, you, want, you want to tag team? Yeah, um, you first. <laughs> me first, great. Um, Both of you talk. You're still in time. Ready, go. Ready, set, go. Um, so the confirmation sponsor, great question. I mean, in the life of the church, and I think a lot of it comes from people entering the church um, through RCA and having a sponsor walk with them. Um, and so in baptism, um, parents present their children um, to the church um, and to receive baptism and asking for that sacrament for their child. And so um, having someone else in their life to serve in the role of um, kind of a spiritual confidant, if you will, um, to kind of walk with them and grow with them um, and to challenge them, kind of like as we were talking about, like having kind of that small faith community, um, but someone that you can see as a model of faith for you. Um, I like to tell the young people, like someone that whose faith you would look at and say, like, I want to emulate your life. Um, obviously, you don't like, you know, it doesn't have to be an identical like mirroring of their faith, but like if it is, hopefully they can give you tools of, you know, do this or do that, or you know, times that you're struggling, they can answer your questions or, um, you know, the, to be that person walking with you. So there's an additional person in your life, not just your your parents. Um, and also sometimes parents are going to be great parents, um, and may not. Um, if if a young person or, or an adult even feels like they can't have actually that conversation with their family, there's someone else in their life um, that they can go to in struggles. Do you want to add to that, Andrew? I mean, yeah, that that's a <laughs> again. I think you got it all. But the um, no, yeah, I yeah, I like just pointing out the way that there's somebody who you whose faith you want to emulate. It's somebody mm -hmm. who. Again, even if you don't want to like be exactly like them, you want to be as holy as they are. You want right. to be able to live your faith as strongly as they do. Yeah, um, yeah I think that's a great, um, yeah. a great thing. Um, actually, stepping back even further from that, so confirmation is this weekend. It um, is. I know you've been writing and talking a whole lot about confirmation this week. So, uh, But I just want, just for those who are here, um, most have probably been confirmed, but what... <laughs> What is confirmation? <laughs> like, what is confirmation? What, is um, like, what should what should people know? What should people it? know about I confirmation? Know. I feel like I'm on like this is the test. The uh, 
We're not taking notes. We're just recording. You're yeah. just recording. Perfect. It's going um, live on the internet too. So no worries. Yeah. It's okay. All my other everything's on the internet. <laughs> um, my Zoom calls. Um, I think the biggest thing that I've encouraged the young people in, I guess, in defining that sacrament, being a sacrament of initiation, um, an additional indelible mark that we get on our souls as Catholics. Um, it's really, I mean, it's the starting line um, in some ways. You know, people are like, oh, it's graduation. No, it's not graduation. Like, what? Just a weird way to look at it. Um, besides the fact it's not true. Um, no, you're not becoming an adult in the church. Um, but you're really accepting great, like greater accepting the call that we've received as Christians, as Catholics, um, to go out and make disciples. Like, are you willing to do that? Because, you know, that's the command that we're all given, like go out and make disciples of all nations. Um, like, so are you willing to kind of join the team in a sense of here, this is like the task we've all been given. Um, and you're you're saying you're willing to go out and, and be a part of that. Um, so kind of can we can we all do that together? Um, so greater um, a greater outpouring of the gifts of the Holy Spirit um, to strengthen us and give us the tools that we need to be able to go out and do that. Yeah. Could I do okay with that? Pass. <laughs> like you passed, uh, not like pass on my answer. Oh, okay. But yeah. I no, I, I think you're right. Um, right? Like I, I think, you know, we we have culturally gotten to a place where kids get confirmed and then we don't see them again until they're getting married, right? Yeah. Like what, people are um, sacraments of convenience is what things have kind of turned into. Yeah. Like people will only come to the church for. Uh, to receive the sacrament at that moment and then move on. Right. Uh, and we see that so often with like first communion happens in second grade, then we don't see you again until seventh grade when you have to come back for confirmation right. prep. Uh, then we won't see you again until you have to come back for marriage prep because you want to get married at the church. You know, then we won't see you again until your funeral. Like that, that's just kind of the way it goes. Or your children's baptism, whatever yeah. it might be, right? And I think the, the, the problem has become, in a lot of ways, that we, we have, um, we kind of dangle the sacraments yeah. out in front of people as this, like, achievement to get. Mm -hmm. And then once you've achieved that, you don't have to come back until the next achievement. And I think we've kind of lost sight. And I'm talking about the church as a whole. I'm not talking about All Saints specifically or right. our program. Oh, no, it's the church as a whole. Or anything. But I, I think that's kind of the mindset that we've gotten into with some yeah. things. Um, there's so many. I, 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 you could probably make a fair argument for the other sacraments as well. But I think confirmation might be the one that people are least educated on in terms of sacraments. Oh, very much so. Um, very much so. I, I think there's still a, a, a misnomer of you're an adult in the church now. Right. Like, it's a rite of passage. I, I guess, like, you could say that in terms of, like, now it's your responsibility. Like, your parents chose to baptize you. Your communion was to enter you into the fullness of the community through that sacrament. Confirmation, this is your responsibility. Right. Your responsible response to say, I'm going to follow through on this. Right. 
But we don't look at it that we way, don't look right? At like, it was, so we have that as a misnomer. We also, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, when you get confirmed, you receive the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Well, what have you had before now? Like, do you think God just left you on your own devices right. to do mm-hmm. this stuff? Like, no. Like, right. you're being sealed in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. You're not receiving them. You did that at baptism, right? So there's all these little things, like, also, like, confirmation because it's the last sacrament of initiation. I'm done. Well, no. Initiation means you're starting. You're it's starting. the beginning of, or it's the end of the beginning. Right. Right? Um, and so there's so many disconnects, I think, and and so many, like, little misunderstandings and so much of that, like, this is an achievement. I, I, I think of, like, I like video games. You get achievements in the video games, right? Like, it'll pop up on my on top right corner and it says, hey, you got this achievement. Like, good job. So just stop playing the game because you received the achievement. And that's what I liken it to is, like, we just, my kids and I, we were playing Spider-Man. Right, so Miles Morales, Spider-Man, PlayStation. We're going through it. You get this achievement, like Web Slinger. All right, I'm done playing. I'm done. Right. Mm-hmm. I achieved that one thing, so there's nothing else to do except you still have the rest of the story. Like we are on this journey, and if you got to this mile marker that says confirmation and stopped on your journey, then what you've missed the right. entire you idea of what thing. we've yeah. been trying to achieve up to this age of 13, 14, right. 15 for these kids. Um, and I think it's such a, such a terrible thing, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, especially when it's that age where like these kids are really going to make that final decision mm-hmm. of like, is this for me or am I done here? Right. So, yeah, and I, I try to run them like you're you're. This is not your. Hi, Joe Nava. Line. Sorry. Hi, Joe. I don't know you, but hi, Joe. Um, Joe is a, a friend of our family's. Went to Notre Dame. Is a math teacher at the same school as my wife. So gotcha. Yeah, great guy. Very good. Hi, Joe. Glad you're here with us. Um, but I like to tell them like, this isn't your finish line. Like your finish line's heaven. And until you get there, like, you got to keep working towards it. Right. You don't, you didn't just put it, like, you don't get, like, your pass, you know, put your golden coins in or whatever to get your pass to heaven. Like, unfortunately, it's not that easy. Yeah, we don't do those anymore. You know? (laughs) Um, But I really, I even likened it to the analogy this weekend, um, and it's not exact, but of, and I know it's one we all have heard before, of, like, going into the huddle for the game. Oh, right. And you've done all this prep and you went to spring camp and you went to training and you went to all this and then you get in the game and like coach gives you a pep talk and like you got the play and you're ready to run it and then he says one, two, three, break and you go and stand on the sideline. Yeah. And I'm like, your one, two, three, break was your sacrament. And then you just went and stood and did nothing? That's right. You had all this training you, and You had all this. We've given it all to you. Execute it now. Like, now execute it. Some, yeah. Right. And yeah. so it's like, what are you doing with what the resources and the people and the knowledge and the everything, the grace that you've been given, now go live it out. Um, And I think that clicked for, especially if you were the boys who play football, who were like, oh, okay, I can see that one now, you know? Um, Which was good to kind of see it kind of click in their brains. Um, So yeah, I think it's, I mean, there's just so many misnomers with it. And I mean, I definitely had so many of them myself growing up and, we were confirmed at high school and 
was not a, the best experience and didn't receive the best preparation. And so it's like, oh, wait, like, this is totally, you know, and as I get older, I went, my whole mindset of confirmation shifted. Um, so, yeah, it's just important sacrament. But, again, teens, if you're watching, this isn't the end. It's just the beginning. So, good question, Catherine and Andrew, asking all the questions. <laughs> what else you got? <laughs> Actually, no. So, Catherine has another question here. Uh, is confirmation in the Bible or, sorry, <clears throat> is confirmation in the Bible or did Catholics just make it up? Um, okay, yes. <laughs> simple, simple answer as I look around the room. Um, okay. <laughs> I just wanted to yes. have to answer. I'm trying to feel like <laughs> the two, I, I've got two specific answer. yeah. answers in mind, and I'm, I'm sure there's other ones. So we had last week's um, yeah. John, the Gospel of John, and it says that Jesus is in their midst, and he breathes the Holy Spirit on them. Um, I think that is one spot. And then we have Acts of the Apostles, where the Holy Spirit comes into the upper room. They have tongues of fire. Um that, that's confirmation, right? So confirmation is this descending of the Holy Spirit into their lives in a way that um, hasn't moved them into action before. It doesn't mean that they didn't have the Spirit within them, right? Because we know that, like, even, I think it's in Acts chapter 3, which we have this Sunday, but I don't know if it's in this part of Acts chapter 3, that there's a, a, a man outside of the city that grabs Peter and he's instantly healed once he touches him, right? Like they've had this spirit within them. Like the God who created um, the universe put himself and that same spirit within us, right? Like, and I, I feel like it's laying dormant in a lot of us now, right? Like mm -hmm. it doesn't, we don't think that we could walk by somebody and heal them. The same way that they did, right? Like we know that from Acts of the Apostles, like the shadow that these men cast healed people as they walked by them. That's confirmation. Like that's what it is. That's the filled spirit in that person. And, and so yes, we, and I I know that that's why you were asking the question, Catherine. I I know I did not think for a second you actually had it. Um, but but yes, like. Confirmation is biblical. We get it from John 14. I, I think it's either 13 or 14 where Jesus is in their midst. He breathes the Holy Spirit upon them and he tells them to go out. Right. And then we get into Acts of the Apostles when the Holy Spirit comes in. It descends upon them like tongues of fire. And that's where we get like the first homily of the church is Peter goes out and like after hiding and in fear all this time, he goes out and he tells us a great homily of like, the moon's going to turn dark and all these things are going to happen. And on that day, you will know Jesus Christ was your Lord. And it's like, oh, yeah, Peter, get him, you know. Um, so those are two, like, very specific examples. I'm sure there's many others that I'm missing. I know, like, uh, you could probably tie in, like, David's anointing uh, to be king, uh, which is a perfect example of confirmation. David is anointed king. But is not given the kingship. It is For later 20, what, when David. Twenty years. But David is still anointed the king. Like you yeah. are still going to be anointed with that oil yeah. that day at confirmation. That doesn't mean you stop living. Like this is not your church yeah. until twenty years from now when you decide to get married. 
you still have to participate in the church the same way that David was constantly participating leading up to his kingship. And so we'll use that one as another example of confirmation. Yeah. So anointing versus appointing. Yeah. That somebody much smarter than me made that said that. Who's it's your friend. My girl. Um Christine Christine Kane. Christine mm-hmm. Kane. Yeah. If you want some good uh preaching, yeah. it's not Catholic, but preaching. Not yet at least. We'll get her. Christine Kane is fire. <laughs> okay. Um, she was on a roll the other day. I was listening to her while I was out walking. It's my girl. So yeah, great question. Um, Pray for our confirmation good. candidates. They're being. Confirmed. I don't know what word I was going to use. Um, <laughs> Confirmandi. <laughs> something weird. was trying to happen, and I don't know. <laughs> um, y'all, I woke up with that rain last night. Oh, it was and great. like couldn't like. Rain doesn't wake me up. I like passed out because of that rain last night. I woke I was up. Was it rained last night? <laughs> <laughs> well, usually <laughs> that's my normal like thoughts. lightning and thunder shaking my house. I was like, oh, I can sleep through this. Let's do it. But yeah, so I woke up and I was probably awake for like forty-five minutes because it just once I woke up, I was like, okay, I gotta like calm back down to go back to sleep. Um, and it definitely just threw me off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, our candidates are going to be confirmed tomorrow night and um, a couple of masses on Saturday. Um, so yeah, pray for them. And pray for um, that they have the um, courage to continue living out their faith. This isn't the end. It looks like we're getting to about that time. I was say, it's about... Is it about that time? It is about that time. Oh Especially with as long as we've been... Taking to do it. Oh, yes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, get excited for the longest five minutes in your uh, that are supposed to be short. Yeah. <laughs> the longest, shortest five minutes ever. Leave us with one practical way we can enhance our prayer life this week. Thank you, Georgiana, for waiting right when we said we were going to start this to ask that question. Okay. One practical way we can enhance our prayer life this week. Ready, go. I would say if you have this been... This is our first lightning round question. Yes, okay. If you have <laughs> been confirmed and you you know you have your confirmation saint, even if you know everything about their life, I would challenge you to just look, pick one saint, either your confirmation saint or another one, and just find one thing about their journey that you can relate with or try to experience in your own life. <laughs> Andrew, go. That's why I passed. I... I would say just like make the time, like dedicate 10 specific minutes of, you know, every day for the next week or whatever. Because um, you should say like, I, I want to pray more. And like, that's, that's great. You should do that. But unless you like, I'm going to pray every morning when I wake up for 10 minutes or I'm going to yeah. pray every day after lunch for 10 minutes. I'm going to start with this prayer and then I'm going to you know go from there or whatever it is, like make a really specific plan. Um, and then actually take the time to, to do that. Yeah. Um, and that's, I think that'll get you a long ways. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Enhancing prayer life and life in general. I'm going to challenge you to do six things, practical cool. things. Call one person every day this week except for Sunday. Because that, that's a day that you can be at Mass, so that's, that's practical enough. Six different people in your contact list right now. I don't care who they are. You can be totally random. Call them, ask them how you can pray for them, and pray for them right then. 
Do that. Awesome. I got one. Right. On your phone, there's an app called Three Minute Reflection. No. The three minute examine. Three minute examine. Three minute examine. And it's the Ignatian examine in three minutes, and it's different every day. You should do it. Do all four of those things, and you're leading yourself to holiness. Ah, good there job, you go, guys. How was Easter? It was great. Thank you, Catherine. What? <laughs> she asked you and I how Easter was. What? I, didn't I got to go fishing with my cousins. Nice. And I helped the two-year-old catch his first fish. It was oh. this big. I didn't see that. June <laughs> wants to go fishing, I think. Every time we walk by the lake, she takes off. She really wants to jump in. Nobody cares about me. All right. Are we good? Hey, yep. Paul, 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 I have a question. How was your Easter? Whatever. I don't want your pretty <laughs> question. <laughs> it was great. It was great. Whatever. Get out of here. The Lord is risen. It says so on my socks. Huh. So I was going to ask you what socks you were wearing. It was good. Nice. It says right there in the back, he is risen. You guys can see it. They can't. He is risen indeed. They can't walk away. What? He's my Paul. <laughs> twisted it backwards. I did right, have, have some sacrilegious stuff. No, I got kind of want to watch that on instant replay just to figure it, it out. It was kind of weird. Here we go. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Was, that's normal. Took your and leg off there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know. That was terrifying. My detachable <laughs> limbs. All right, let's go. Here we go. <laughs> would you rather? Wait, what are we doing? Andrew, uh, me, Andrew and you. Okay, got it. Andrew, me. Would you rather lose your sight or lose your hearing? Uh, Hearing. Yeah, I feel like I'm already losing my hearing. What? I'm old. <laughs> uh, hearing. hearing. Would you rather a live-in chef or a live-in cleaner? A live-in live maid? A live-in what? Chef. Oh, chef. I thought you said chef. I was like, what is that? Chef. I don't even know what that is. It's like the Jif peanut butter. Yeah. Jif. Or, or like those little images you said. Okay, focus. <laughs> focus. Live-in chef also, or live-in maid? Also a Jif. <laughs> or a Gif. Um, a Jiffy Giffy. Chef, because oh. I'm an awful cook. What was the other? Living cleaner. Living maid. Oh, uh, maid. <laughs> maid. Maid. Would you rather win an Olympic medal or an Academy Award? Um, Academy Award. Academy Award. Academy Award. Olympic medal. All right. Um, would you rather end all wars or end world hunger? Uh, yikes. I feel bad for not choosing <laughs> the other one in this yeah. case. <laughs> You're horrible either way. Yeah, I know. I guess end no all war. <laughs> World hunger. I think world hunger. World hunger. Yeah. Would you rather lose a leg or lose an arm? Um, We're leg. losing things today. <laughs> yeah, this is <laughs> pretty and I already took uh, this leg off to show my socks. Yeah. You already did. Um, so. Yeah, one yeah. left. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Um, arm. I'll lose an arm. I go with a leg. Leg. Lose an arm. Oops, sorry. <laughs> no. no um, I just, would you rather arrive yeah. super early or super late? <laughs> 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 not would you, the question was which do you do no, which do yeah. I do yeah. I definitely I do <laughs> I would love to be early for things <laughs> that would be an awesome awesome way to do things Dude, we, we did both this week we did super, both this week super yeah. early we were super early and super late to things <laughs> oops what about you um, early I'd rather be early um, would you rather take a holiday to Hawaii or Italy I go to Italy. So like my two play uh, I'm going to Italy because I've already been to Hawaii. Yeah. I'm going to Hawaii because I've already been to Italy. So <laughs> we can see I've each other. never been to either, yeah, so enough. I'm going to both. <laughs> nice. No, That's you not said either. <laughs> <laughs> this is an either or question. Would you rather sleep talk or sleep You didn't walk answer yet. 
Cheater? Both. You can't. I made no, the game. We cannot move I on. I made the game. I <laughs> nope. The clock is still running. I mean, it is. Would you rather uh, sleep talk or sleep walk every night? Both. <laughs> no. What is the question? Would you rather sleep talk or sleep walk? Well, I already did one. I feel like sleep walking. Like, it's more dangerous, but I'm not going to say stuff. Like, I don't know what I'm going to say in my sleep. To, like, so, hopefully yeah. I've slept talk before. I'm cool with sleep talking. <laughs> I think sleep talking, yeah. You sound like a Tuesday. I think sleep talking. I can't really hurt myself in my Only sleep Tuesday. talking. Only Tuesday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> would you rather never ask another question or never give another answer? Oh. <laughs> That's neat. If, I, <laughs> if I answer the second one, do... Do I have to say it? <laughs> After this one. Okay. Then <laughs> never answer it. I don't know. Yeah, I think yeah, with all the good. questions I've gotten lately, I would just rather not answer anything anymore. Yeah, just be like, I'm not allowed. <laughs> it's probably best for all of us if I pick that one. <laughs> oh, the never answer another question. Yeah, I think me too. Would you rather rock climb or scuba dive? Um, rock climb. I'm going to scuba dive. Rock climb. I'm going to scuba dive. Would you rather own a ski resort or a surf camp? I feel like a surf camp would be fun. I'm, I, I, I have never done anything, but I don't know. Uh, I'll go <laughs> surf camp. Surf camp. I'm going to ski resort. I love skiing. That was fun. Um, take me back. Oh. Would you rather have one wish granted today, today, or three wishes in five years? <laughs> one wish today, or three wishes in five years? Yep. What if your wish is to move forward five years to grant your three wishes? We don't get both. Oh, you don't get both. That's when you're disqualified. <laughs> <can't> <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with three wishes in five years because then I can like plan out like the ideal three wishes and just like maximize that over the next five years. Yeah. Yeah, I'm too impulsive. I'm going one. <laughs> like, why not? Let's just do it. I'll do, I'm going to do the, the, five, three, the three years. The five over three. I'm taking five wishes. No, I think three it's years. three wishes. I think three it's wishes. three wishes five years from now. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's over five years. Oh. Like they're granted in five years? Yeah. Or you have to wait five years? No, three wishes in oh, five I'm years. I'm doing it now. Not, over, like <laughs> not <laughs> over five years. In five years. You already got the dog. What else do you want? Another <laughs> dog. I think I'm going with one Even wish today. Jonathan, just stop today. watching. <laughs> like, um, Turn the computer off. Go spend time with Jumbo. <laughs> Would you rather be warm with an elephant trunk or a giraffe neck? Have I you thought you said like warm, like it would like wrap. <laughs> <up. laughs> just like either way, it's kind of the same thing. Um, I'm gonna go with elephant trunk just because that'd be cool. <laughs> be really inconvenient. Giraffe neck. Yeah. <laughs> the the, the elephant trunk, trunk. <laughs> would be mine. Um, I think I go with the giraffe neck. Oh. Okay, that's the last one. Yep. Hey. We did under six minutes. Yay. <laughs> Under six minutes in April. Hey guys, thanks for watching us again. You guys are awesome. Thanks for being you. We're glad we're us. Thanks, Please uh, pray for us here at All Saints. We're praying for you guys. Bye. See you next Bye. week.